I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I am your spiritual doula, intuitive strategist, human design expert, and I'm also an entrepreneur. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen once again to Is My Aura On Straight? Now, today's episode is very special. Um, It's the last roundup of the aura specific is in particular, just the general aura specific. We're going to dive deeper in some other episodes on specific things for each aura type. Um, So look up, look, look up, look for that series um, coming um, in the next few days as well. But today, um, last but not least, we are going to be talking about our reflectors. Now, if you have a reflector friend, please listen to this, send them this episode um, or anything that you want to do with it, but please let make sure they listen. Reflectors are some of the most magical, underestimated, most understood of the aura types. Um, there's only 2% of them. Um, and as you know, from just probably reading that, you know, most people would say, oh, I don't want to be a reflector um, just because they have this, this long wait of this 28 day moon cycle, then they're allowed to act. But there's some tricks about that. Um, so today I want to talk about the reflector. Um, I know a few reflectors actually, um, personally, and they are all at different stages in their life. And it's kind of amazing how they actually function. Um, one of them is a very, um, up and coming, well-known, um, fashion blogger and influencer. And she has two children, an amazing husband, and she is just kicking it, like just knocking out of the park when it comes to living her life. And so when I found out she was a reflector, I was just like, wow, that's interesting. And so, um, but you can definitely tell she's a reflector just because it's just the way her life is. And, um, I'll, you know, just give some tips for reflector moms, um, and just reflectors in general on how you guys can do a little bit better with getting, um, to know and learn about your environment. Um, so reflectors, um, their purpose here on this earth is to be a karmic mirror. Um, and I'll explain what I have interpreted that interpreted that as um, their strategy, of course, is to wait 28 days, a moon cycle, um, then act. So they're, they're, they're here to use the moon cycle to make major decisions about where to work and live. Um, but there's some tricks for them to make faster decisions. And we'll talk about that. But for reflectors, it's very important for them to have the right place, um, to just be in the right place. Energy is really, really important. And we're going to talk about that. So of course, you know, reflectors, they're the rarest of them all. There's only 2% of them. Um, and 28 days sucks ass. Like if I had to (laughs) find out, I had to wait 28 days to make major decisions. 
that would suck because in this world that we live in now, everything is so fast, fast, got to have it, got to get it, got to do it. Nobody has 28 days to really wait um, for major decisions. So reflectors really do have it a little challenging, but I think a lot of reflectors don't know exactly what that means to be a karmic mirror, um, but they need to learn how to take advantage of that waiting period um, because the waiting period has so much to offer them. So because reflectors are completely open, um, so they have no defined centers and they have all hanging gates in their chart. So that's what makes them reflectors. So um, they don't have any definition. Everything is open. So they amplify everything around them. So that's why for reflectors, it's very important for them to be in the right space, um, work in the right place, have the right environment because they're so open. They're so susceptible to so much energy, to good energy, to negative energy, to all types of energy that it can literally make or break them. Um, so when it comes to being a karmic mirror, um, reflectors, they always come to me and say, oh, you know, how do I do this in business and all of that stuff. And reflectors really in a way have an advantage because since they are a karmic mirror, they're allowed to mirror what they see. So because they get to mirror what they see, that is why the right people, the right environment, everything that they do needs to feel energetically positive. It needs to feel good to them. So in business, they can mirror what they see. Um, in relationships, in life, they're the karmic mirror. But I like to say that reflectors really need to be the example. That's what makes them the karmic mirror. So if they are um, a office manager or a secretary or a um, receptionist, they need to be the best receptionist that they can possibly be. They need to be the example for the environment, for the place that they are at. So if they are a yoga teacher, they need to be the best yoga teacher at that studio or their own studio and be the best walking in that light and be a mirror and an example to those around them. Now, Mirroring people can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing depending on their influences. So because they are so open, I believe that reflectors have it the hardest when it comes to deconditioning because they are so open, because they have so many influences in their childhood. Um, Because reflectors usually get put in families that are extremely... I don't want to say toxic, but are borderline toxic. And I think that the universe has a funny way of doing that for them to get them attuned to testing their boundaries at an early age. And I don't mean toxic like, you know, all projector, I mean, all reflective children get beat or um, they, you know, are just in really bad environments. But when I mean toxic, when I mean the energy is toxic, um, they usually have parents that sometimes might have issues at times um, who go through very um, emotional phases, if that makes sense. So 
when I say toxic, it could also mean emotionally draining environments. Um, most of the project, I mean, reflectors that I do know, um, they come from emotionally draining environments where there's either um, their parents are emotionally draining or they have come from big families where there's a lot of energy that's emotionally draining. So I think that reflectors are sort of born into that on purpose so they can start very early on in protecting themselves boundary wise and energy wise because energy for I mean for reflectors are so important um it's it's crucial to them um some of the reflectors that I do know they sometimes can just get wiped out by an experience that they had at work or they go to a location so managing their energy is probably the most important out of all of the aura types because they have no d definition at all um so everywhere they go has to be um taken into account you, you know it's not to you know necessarily be the person in the bubble um but they just have to be mindful um of their energy and it's really good to have reflectors as friends and take them with you places because they can pick up on vibes very easily it's a lot easier for them to pick up on um good energy or bad energy and that's really important so that's why they become a karmic mirror to wherever they're at is because they sort of are in control of the energy of their locations, um, of their workspaces. So if, you know, the energy is kind of uh, bad when you go somewhere with a reflector, ask the reflector, what are they feeling? How are they feeling about it? Um, because they will really um, be able to tell you exactly what they're feeling. Um, reflectors experience a lot of anxiety, um, when it comes to things, especially when they're not in the right environments, not in the right work, um, they experience a lot of anxiety and things become very amplified for them. Um, and it's really good for you reflectors who are listening to know that um, if you are in toxic situations when it comes to work, relationships, friendships, as soon as you feel that, you got to start making a move to 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 exit because it can literally um destroy you it can destroy your confidence reflectors experience a lot of disappointment they experience disappointment to a level that is very unsettling at times because other or types really don't understand because reflectors are going to experience a lot of questions um that other aura types don't experience because their fears are always, you know, can I be myself? Who am I? Um, worrying about their identity. Um, just having all the fears and worries of having all openness in your chart. And I'm going to talk about that when I get to the center podcast. I'm going to talk about the centers, but they also have a fear of being invisible and not being seen. Um, imagine, you know, having all open centers if you know anything about the centers they are can be heavily conditioned in your childhood years and imagine how having all centers and not really knowing who you are or not feeling safe in places 
not feeling directionless. So reflectors really need to be comfortable with their lack of, um, you know, solid foundation in a way. They need to really learn how to flow and change with the cycle of the moon, not necessarily be a slave to the cycle of the moon, but to flow with the auras around them, to flow with the cycle of the moon. So it's really key for the reflector to make sure that they are reflecting their truth and not picking up the energy of negativity from other people and reflecting that. So it can be sometimes very distracting for them when they have all of that openness um, to show their wisdom because they struggle so much with their identity and who am I and finding their place in the world. That's why I, you know, recommend that reflectors find work where they can really love and thrive in because that is the core of the building blocks to a great life for them. Um, Reflectors are probably one of, besides generators and manifesting generators, are probably one of the other aura types where I feel that they need to have a, a work environment, a place to go to, especially in the beginning until if they do plan on being entrepreneurs or working for themselves. Um, in the long run, that's great, but they need to find a place where they really love being at first, where they have a solid foundation and identity about them. Like, um, for instance, if, you know, reflector person was, a um I'll use yoga like a yoga teacher they need to find a yoga studio that they really love working at first and be involved in that yoga studio be like the epitome of the yoga the coaches I mean yoga teachers in that studio and then they can start building their business after that um while having this stable platform of their identity because when reflectors don't have stability or some type of solid foundation um, as being a part of them it really messes with everything around them reflectors will struggle in business they will struggle with finding their talents um, their struggle with finding their purpose because they need some type of foundation where they can be happy at where they can thrive at where they can go and um, have good energy um, so reflectors have to work on that first so if you're a reflector listen to that and you want to eventually either work for yourself or have your own business you have to have that foundation first you got to find some job um that you really love going to because that's going to give you the energy and the safety and the baseline for you to bring that into your life because without that you're going to constantly be going in that circle and feeling lost and feeling confused and feeling unworthy of the things that you want to do um, because you you just need that structure in your life. And once you have that structure, everything will fall into place. So it really pains me at times to see reflectors who are going through that time in their life where they are switching jobs, where they're not feeling safe, they're not feeling secure, they're not sure what they want to do. Because for a reflector, it is extremely more detrimental to their spirit. Um, And they resist kind of feeling that disappointment, that isolation, that vulnerability. Um, 
within themselves because it is so strong. It literally can take them down for days um, and take them out of the game for days, um, if that makes any sense. So reflectors really have to work on a few things. Um, and some of the things they need to, like I said, one of the things they need to work on is resisting their feelings, feeling them fully. They definitely need to work on making sure they are looking within themselves more than looking outside of themselves. Um, because since they do have a fear of being invisible and no one caring or no one paying attention to them, they struggle with the whole, you know, am I worthy? Am I, you know, are these my thoughts? Um, are these my feelings? Um, because like I said, they have all open centers. That is a lot to deal with. Reflectors also have a, a hard time resisting change. Um, you could imagine if you uh, are supposed to be in a place, in an environment that makes you happy, they could have real struggles with change. So that's why when I see, like I said, when I see reflectors between their 20s and early 30s who haven't figured it out yet, it pains me because the change is very hard. Um, they don't work well with uncertainty. Um, it really messes with their emotional confidence, their emotional self-worth. Um, but they have to learn how to just flow. And that is a challenge for flowing um, when you have so many people around you telling you what to do, what not to do, how to do this, how to do that. Um, so it is once again I'm trying not make this so like oh you know go hug a reflector and you know they're sad and depressed that's not the case they just have to find their happiness they just have to utilize their um 28 day wait and appreciate that and respect the wait um in making decisions and like I tell reflectors all the time you really have to find the right place to work at it's not necessarily about the money it's not about, um, I mean, of course you have to survive, but your main goal is working somewhere that you enjoy. So I rather a, a reflector work three jobs at three places that they really love than work at one place that pays all their bills that they hate because the three jobs are going to light them up. They're going to have so much energy because they're going to be fueled by their environment. They're going to like going to work. They're going to like the people. They're going to like the work that they do. And it can be some of the simplest things. It doesn't have to be um, rocket science. If they love books and they love talking about books, go get a job at a bookstore, even if it's part-time, just so you can have that energy to feel full, Feel, fuel yourself excuse me full fill gosh fuel yourself to um just make things work for you so that's really important you know if it's working at um you know just any anything anywhere that lights them up so if they work at a office and they love being in the mail room because they can look, listen to podcasts and audible all day. That's what they need to do. So they have to really not listen to what society says about success. And they really need to look within and find their own success. 
um, because that's really the key for a reflector to be as radiant and as wise as they are and can be. Reflectors are, are so knowledgeable because they literally um, experience so many things around them because of all of their open centers that we don't really rely on reflector information as much as we should because the wisdom that they have and you know I believe that they are other other old souls just like projectors um but the the wisdom that pro- reflectors have are extremely extremely valuable to the rest of the world and if reflectors learn how to flow into um, study themselves a little bit more then they would be able to um, shine brighter and to not feel so invisible not feel so lost they have to really um, get to know themselves and really be on a path of self-discovery because they are mirrors to the world that they might mirror the wrong thing sometimes or they might get lost and confused with what they're mirroring because it's not really who they want to be. So that's why it's it's just extremely important for reflectors to do a lots and lots of internal work, lots and lots of deconditioning, um, lots of just mind work on all of their centers, lots of journaling for them so they can really break down how they feel, why they feel, um, how is this feeling help them, um, they're all about feelings. They, you know, they need to be the heart and center of communities, of friendship circles, and all of that because they get to learn from everyone. They're like big sponges because of all of their open centers. They're here to not necessarily learn um, about the, you know, darkness and light of the world, but just to know that things are different. Um, that's really what they're here for. So the reflector really is to be one with everyone. Um, they are, can be, um, with training or natural ability, they can be really, really amazing, um, psychics, pet psychics, intuitives, because of all of that openness. Um, they can really do that. So, I, I mean, I love to see reflectors work in, some type of spiritual realm if they don't work in the spiritual realm they can use that openness and they can help people create identities for themselves really um because they have they have all this information that they've accumulated up until the point that they've learned how to be a projector i mean a reflector so imagine having all of this openness and everyone around you pick up a little bit of information a piece of something (laughs) from every person that you've ever met, every person that you've ever been around. And it's like, they're like walking, um, uh, you know, libraries in a way because they just pick up information. They're able to pick that up and just store it and take note. So reflectors are really good resources for the community. Um, but sometimes, you know, reflectors don't like to be around all the time because all of the energy that they are losing from being around the wrong people. So they have to focus on being with the right people and being in the right environments. So don't think that reflectors are just out here like, woe is me, life sucks. 
I don't know what to do with myself or anything like that. That's not the case. They are very open and vulnerable, but they're also very resilient um, because they have had no choice in their life but to push through and to get things done because they can't just sit around and be like, oh my God, I don't have any energy. You know, you have to work, you have to pay bills, you have to live life. It's about the managing that energy properly. That's why the baseline starts at having the right work, living in the right place. So everything else, they can build on top of that and they can build their businesses. They can find their purpose. They can find their passions. Once those, you know, the foundation is correct for them then they can start building the house and then once they build that particular house then they can start living in the house they can start decorating the house they can start creating environments and then you know having housewarmings and then having dinner parties and opening up their home to other people so that's how a reflector life really is they have to build solid foundations first um especially reflector adults they have to build solid foundations first find that right work find the right place to live and so once that's like you know checkbox yay I've done it then they can start building foundations to everything else to expanding their career to maybe thinking about doing some entrepreneurial things to you know exploring their talents exploring their gifts and building upon that after they've built the foundation because a reflector I mean, this is with anyone, but mostly reflectors, but a reflector with an unstable foundation is just going to be an unstable reflector out in the world, being disappointed, being upset, feeling like nobody sees them, nobody um, understands them. So they have to have that baseline for them so they can make sure that they are, you know, doing the right things for themselves um, so they're able to grow because like I said, reflectors have so much wisdom to give us. They have so much knowledge. They can, oh, they just, they're really, really amazing when they are flowing it in their, their, their genius. But for them to get to that genius, those pieces the, the of the puzzle have to be in the right place first, um, they really have to make sure that they know themselves so they're not, you know, waiting in vain. Um, they're not waiting in bitterness. Um, you know, some ways that they can cut down that 28 days is, number one, they need to have the right people around them, the right environment so they can ask someone, what do you think about these options I have coming up? What's your take on it? And they need to have the right people who can steer them in the right direction when they don't have time to wait 28 days to accept a job or to move to a new city. Um, if they've gotten a job offer or something like that, they need to have a really solid team around them. And reflectors definitely can do that. It's just about, and they, they should be the ones to be able to do it better picking the right people around them because they pick up on energy so much so well. So if you want to know about if someone's good or bad, um, and you know, use, bring a reflector with you and they can test out that energy, um, for you. So I hope that this was helpful for reflectors. Um, I'm going to be doing, a entire episode on some of the not self um sides of each or type and the not self is what you want to stare away from 
Um, the not self is usually where people um, find themselves before they really get into their aura types. So keep a lookout for those episodes. Um, also too, um, I'm still looking for guests for the aura analysis. You can go to my website. Well, not, well, it should be in the show notes. Just go to my Instagram and click the link in the bio. The aura analysis, like I said, it's going to be one question, you know, a little bit of coaching, a little bit of psychic intuition, but a whole lot of clarity of you and me on the phone figuring out your problem based off of your um, human design chart um, and your aura type. And it's going to be recorded. We'll black, you know, block out names, you know, edit those out. So it'll be anonymous and um, it'll be just really helpful for whoever's listening. Also, make sure you follow me on Instagram at AC Brown. Um, if you're interested in getting a human design, who you are in human design reading, do so. Um, uh, I have 30 minute recordings and the other two packages are live on the phone with me. Um, and they've been really helpful and transformative for a lot of people. And then I have a lot of other stuff rolling out. Um, so keep a lookout for that. And until next time, have a great week filled with good vibes and energy and make sure you like and subscribe and tell all your friends about this podcast. So bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at AC Brown and also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com. And until we meet again, make sure you have a great week filled with good vibes and good energy.